I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Oldie But A Goodie. My name is Sanjo. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Zach. Hi, I'm here. You're here. We're both here. I'm excited. This, This week's movie was... A thing. It was beautiful. Now, you say this week's movie, but this is our first one. Yeah, I know. We're setting the bar it's somewhere, <laughs> somewhere somewhere there. in the middle, uh, possibly on the lower end of the middle, but we're setting the bar, and that's all that matters. So what is this show? It's called Oldie But A Goodie. But A Goodie. Yes. So we came up with this. We we were brainstorming. We did, we did we a silly like, idea from someone. Nope. Zero stolen content. Uh, it's this original idea where we review movies. Whoa, no so one's original. ever done that before. Mm-hmm. So we were like, yes, let's review movies. We're the first people to review movies on a podcast. We're also yes. one of the first people to podcast. It's yes, so we original. are. We are the first people to ever decide to record ourselves <laughs> so you can listen to it later. Um, but we needed a way to sort of figure out how we could get across the fact that this movie was either great or not as great. Mm-hmm. And what better way than by saying it was either an oldie, yeah. meaning it's just kind of old. You can forget about it. Or a goodie, which is a gem in the rough. One yeah. that you should check out and, and- actually enjoy them. Mm. And we're not just going about reviewing whatever movie we want to review. Mm, we're yes. sticking to a a schedule um, of uh, we are reviewing movies from 1994 in real time. Yes. So we are going to record podcasts following the release dates of uh, movies yep. in 1994 as they came out. Yes, that is very true. So it is the first week of 2019. We're reviewing a movie from the first week of 1994. It's it's pretty cool. We only had one choice. <laughs> yeah, because only one movie came out. It's a fantasy comedy. Comedy is uh-huh. a bit of a stretch, but it is definitely yeah. a, a fantasy. I didn't really get the fantasy part till halfway through the movie. Mm. I I had I didn't actually know it was fantasy. I just thought it was a comedy. I didn't quite realize. Yeah. Then it went fantasy, and I was like, oh, ah, Tim Burton, you have shown your hand in this. Yes, it is a Tim Burton-produced movie called Cabin Boy. Uh, I'll set the scene for you. It's directed by Adam Resnick, Mm -hmm. uh, and it also stars his buddy, Chris Elliott, in the main role. They both, uh, they used to write for David Letterman. Oh. Uh, they also co-created a sitcom called Get a Life. <laughs> okay. Yep. No, that's fair. He took over. It was originally meant to be directed by Burton, but mm. he went off and directed the movie Ed Wood instead. He uh. saw this film and went, 
I'm jumping shit. <laughs> I'm doing now, this other one. Now, why, Sandra, why do you think he did this? Um, what are, What is your personal thoughts on this? I think it's a mixture of the film uh, just not being very good. Uh-huh. And Ed Wood being kind of good. Ah, <laughs> so, ah. You know. that's an interesting take on the situation. <laughs> this film cost $10 million to make. 10 what? 10 million. Pardon? 10 million dollars went into this. What? Um what did they spend the money on? I don't know. It it doesn't look very good. <laughs> it, it definitely uh, doesn't fair, look like 10 million dollars. To worth. be fair, it was from 1994. That's true. And it does look like a movie that came from 1994. But mm. what did they spend 10 million? Probably just keeping on? Tim Burton's name attached to it. Wow. That's most likely where 5 million went. The other 5 million Far went to a uh, Went to everything else, but guess how much it grossed in the box office in how the first week of January as for well. For the first, so you do right, kind of yeah, have to. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. So I'm going to hope it made eleven million. It made just three point seven million. Oh no, that's <laughs> so. Oh dear, that's such a huge loss. It's got forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which, to be honest, is pretty good for, for... the movie that it is. 46% honestly is a well deserved margin. Mm. Uh, 5.2 on IMDb and 21% on Metacritic. So mm. it's a bit of a mixed a mixed reception all round. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go through the film. We're going to spoil everything. So. Um, Spoiler alert. In future episodes, at the very end of this episode, for example, we will let you know what we're talking about next week. So Ooh. if you want to watch along with us, you can. That's an option. Yeah. If you really want to. Uh, so I guess if for some reason you want to see what Cabin Boy is like and watch along with us. Pause now. Go watch the movie. Waste your time with that. Come back and you'll be like, yeah, I agree with most of these points. Yeah, it is only an hour and 20, which yeah, is... Yeah, actually, it's not that long. I was surprised. Mm. But it was it was pretty entertaining. It's shorter than most mockbusters. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so let's go through the film. At the very start, it starts with the intro for the company. Mm-hmm. Just it, Touchstone. Yeah. It repeats this twice immediately. And I was like... <laughs> Yes, we're in for it. That's always a sign of a good film. Yes. Then it also mentioned Tim Burton's name twice. Mm, it did. As well. So need... it was firmly planting themselves yeah. on the side of this movie. I'm pretty sure he's he's on the poster as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then it had the, the sort of opening credits. Usually like uh, short credits at the very start. But this, this one... one goes on for about two minutes. Yeah, well, as as most old films, so that's passable. But it had fish. Yeah, a very weird. Just they just had these like colorful, weird looking fish that just sort of floated onto the screen and then floated off. This yeah. is the very beginning. It so was, it's it was just a a very weird way of doing it. A fish will kind of come up. And it would just weirdly float and then just sit there. Yeah, like the while move. the text of the actor's name, I guess, disappears. That's yes, it was what it's there. It's it was like a the weird effect. It, it was a weird effect. Anyway, we get into this beautiful film with with 
with the school opening up and we hear a, a beautiful choir. Yes. Um, the way that they introduce the main character, whose name is Nathaniel Mayweather, yes, played by Chris Elliott, the way that they introduce him is um, is by having him sing badly. Yes, it that's, was it was weird. It was weird because they zoom over to this choir, and immediately I'm taken aback how like they've got these bunch of actors, but they do look a bit old for for like a choir, like the, oh, they they yes. had beard and stuff. And then it gets to one character that's singing a lot higher than the other ones, mm. which for a choir isn't bad, but he's also sort of singing off tune, quite high, off. yeah. You know, it's the classic intro. Mm. The first thing that I wrote down, uh, as I did for quite a few characters, is Mm. I wrote down who this actor reminded me of. He reminded me a little bit of Dan Stevens from uh, from shows like Legion and stuff. He reminded me of that mixed in with uh, famous Australian radio presenter and comedian Hamish Blake. Ah, He reminded me of a mixture of those two. You know what? I see that. I wrote down (laughs) Manchild. That is for uh, this one. That is what it says in the, um, um, in the description of the film on Google Search. <laughs> nice. I'm glad we agree. Um, the start of it is he's sort of taken aside mm. by the headmaster or butler or whatever One dude. of them. I think he's meant to be the headmaster. Yeah, know. the headmaster or whatever. And he's like, your father has sent you a message of some sort. And he's like, oh, yeah, you suck, old man. <laughs> Your shoes are from a dead man. <laughs> but yeah, Woo! that is a line. He's he's told that uh, he's he's going off on this ship or whatever. Yeah, his dad has invited him to sail to Hawaii, um, and he goes off. There's also one point where Doc Ock, the actor who plays Doc oh, Ock yes, in Spider Man right. Two, just shows up for like a minute. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> there was a there was a cool little little cameo they had in there um, for the future actor of Doc mm, Ock. Yeah. Um, but the bowler hat scene, which is where Doc Ock appears, which is they're sitting in the classroom. They they show a little bit of the classroom mm. uh, where Nathaniel is laughing like a dick while everyone's just sort of staring at him when a guy tries to do a presentation. Then Doc Ock, who's the teacher, mm. is like, Yo, stop being such a dickhead. How about you give your presentation then? And then Nathaniel comes up and is like, Hey, this is a cool bowler hat. It's for big dick people. And Doc Doc Ock is like, Oh my god. Yeah. And then, yeah, so he gets in a limo. The limo driver is like, You're annoying. Wasn't the driver just a dick? A little bit. I mean, obviously, like... Um, it's very clearly pointed out that Nathaniel is also a dick. Yeah, he's very he's, annoying. He's constantly being annoying and insulting literally everyone around him. <laughs> but still, the driver couldn't just, like, block it out yeah. and drive him to his destination. He's dropped into the wilderness. Yeah. He's practically murdered this kid by leaving him out mm. or, like... It's not like he dropped him that far away from when he was meant to go as well. That's true, that's true. Because it's only a very short walk until he gets to uh, the dock. Yeah, so couldn't he have just held on? I was was taken out of the movie at that point because I just had this thought, isn't this dry? 
Like, they're focusing on Nathaniel being the bad one here, but this driver's not much better just no. leaving their passenger at the side of the road. Not very good. During the sequence in which he walks down the road, mm. he expresses that he is scared of a couple things. Yeah. One of them is a rabbit. Yes. Fair enough, I guess. He spent most yes. of his life in a school, so he's a bit scared of rabbit. The other one is sweat. He starts sweating, yes. and then he screams that he's sweating. Uh, a solid amount of jokes... Oh, he's a rich kid. Oh, look, he's scared of himself sweating <laughs> and rabbits, uh, which uh, was certainly music. Anyway, he gets to this sign, <laughs> these crossroads, um, where it's got two signs. One is for, like, this greasy fisherman port, and mm. it has, like, beer and taverns, toilets or whatever, and, yeah. like, a sign pointed that way. Uh, but it also has, like, the Queen Anne or whatever. The... Yeah, the Queen Catherine is the Catherine. name of the ship oh, that he's right. that's, on. that's funny, actually. Mm. Um, and he's like, ah, oh, yes, I need to get on the Queen Catherine. And he follows the arrow. Of course, then we zoom in on the cow yeah, that's standing was... <laughs> in front of the sign. The cow moves away and, oh, no, there was another arrow pointed <laughs> to another way. Oh, he's gone the wrong way. Yeah, so he Whoa. walks down the road towards this fisherman village and dock and meets probably the best character yes. in the movie. I'm so glad you agree. He was most definitely the best character. So he goes to this fishing port. Uh, he goes down into it and he's all like, Oh, smelly fish, people. <laughs> Gross. I'm a rich, fancy person. I can't stand poor people. No. Ew. Uh, and then he goes up to one of them. Hey, you, old man. <laughs> to this, like, middle-aged guy. <laughs> he's, he's barely 45. This countryman destroys him. Mm -hmm. Just, like, constant, just burn after burn. I'm a definite favourite character. Anyway, he uh, then goes off after being directed by this uh, mm -hmm. person who, behind his back, is like, I goddamn hate fancy people. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I know. He is and, a bit of a um, dick. Yeah, and then he finds a boat. Uh, yes. Thinking that uh, it is his... Uh, Queen's what is his it? Queen Catherine. His Queen Catherine. He comes across a boat. He doesn't know what it's called, but we do. And the name of this boat is so bad. Uh, yeah, no, it's, so it's, bad. it's really bad. It's I can't remember what it's called. It's the but filthy it's, whore. Yeah, <laughs> no, which is I feel uncomfortable saying. But Nathaniel does. Yeah, but yeah. Nathaniel doesn't know that. He thinks it is the Queen Catherine. And he comes across this uh, poor character yeah um who's supposed to be guarding this boat anyway this this he's not the smartest guy is no what we'll say. it's this kid guarding the ship while apparently the the crew is off drinking or whatever mm. and nathaniel thinking this is the ship he needs to go on is like hey i know the captain and stuff and this dumb cabin boy's like Oh, well, if you know the captain, I guess it's all right if you come on. So he shows him to his room, which is the captain's room. Yeah, because he's like, well, if you know the captain, then you've got to use his room because it's the best room. That's right, that's right. I wrote down at this point, I haven't yep. laughed yet. We're about 30 minutes into the film. Uh, I have I laughed <laughs> a couple of times. I'm not going to lie. I was enjoying myself. Um, um, the, the lad... I believe his name is Kenny. We don't learn that His yet. name is Kenny, that's right. But um, he grabs a cup of tea, which is just a tea full of 
chum. Yeah, which that's he, right. He, he drinks co- chum. That's a scene. He, yep. And he's like, ooh, a bit tangy, a bit spicy. Mm. And then he just keeps going, mm-hmm. which we were like, okay then. He um, goes to sleep. He goes to sleep and the crew return. The first thing we see is the captain who was drunk. I immediately thought, that looks like Robert Kirkman, yeah, writer yeah. of The Walking Dead. I don't know why. He yes. just reminded me of him a lot. Yeah, um, no. Um, but they're all sort of these big, burly, drunk kids yeah. just sort of getting on the ship. And I was like, oh boy, we're in for a time. We are. The captain is apparently so drunk yeah. that he doesn't notice Nathaniel sleeping in his bed. <laughs> of course he doesn't. <laughs> so he snuggles up. I put uh, the captain and Nick love heart. Yeah. Just having a little cuddle. They and wake up next morning. They do wake up. Then we get a shot of the bow of the ship. Yes. And the uh, and the figure made out of yeah, wood. You, you know, you've the got the front. classic, like, woman in front of it that is weird. And, like, he comes running out of the ship, chased by the captain. It's like, what are you doing? Mm. You get introduced to the sailors. There's four other sailors that make up this fishing ship. He's convinced this is all, like, a theme ship. That's right. That was a plot point, wasn't it? it? This is why he thinks it, because it's a themed ship. It's a themed ship. And the whole crew were like, oh, you're so silly. Yes. It is at this point that we are introduced to them all. Um, Very different accents for every single one of them. Yeah. One of them, for some reason, sounds like a 40s movie gangster. Yeah. Like, he's just got this great... It's so weird. so good. Uh, one of my favourite lines is here that I've uh, written down, which is okay. uh, that we catch fish and stink, which they touch on later. Mm. And one of the fishermen ad- adds that uh, more of the latter. Yes. Uh, which yes. is the stinking. Um, S- to imply the fact that they stink. Mm. And This so- is the joke, Sandro. <laughs> they stink. <laughs> And so Nathaniel's like, oh, these people stink. Can't wait till we get to Hawaii. He's like, look, Kenny, we need to get to Hawaii. And Kenny's like, we're not going to Hawaii. And he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I see. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a theme boat. How about we go to Hawaii? And so Kenny spins the wheel so that they are pointed exactly at Hawaii. Because Kenny, he's really good at math, apparently. That's right. So he perfectly calculates the route that will get them to exactly Hawaii. Yeah. So they are heading into Hawaii. But along the way, bum, bum, bum. they pass through Hell's Bucket. Hell's Bucket, which is this stormy water area exactly shaped like a skull. That's because true. of course it is. They pass through mm-hmm. it, and the first night, mm. you get a close-up of the ship's bow, in which the woman uh, that carving. makes up the bow... Yes, the carving, I guess you'd yeah. call it. The eyes open, and yes, she's, she's alive. she's like, alive, which is never... T- which is touched on, like, two more times, and that's it. I don't think the crew knows that but, she's alive. Yes, it's anyway, really weird. You also get possibly the best scene, <laughs> yeah. which is the sky. Uh, a couple <laughs> faces come out yeah. of the sky and blow on the ship. Yes, to represent the storm which comes in, which is on the poster, I think. It is, it is on the poster. That of just true. them blowing, just... The very key plot point is that during the storm they have to, like, rescue the boat and everything, and Kenny just dies. Oh, that's right. They yeah. kill off Kenny. They kill him off with, like, click, and this he's gone. Is, and this is before South Park. Maybe, Never maybe know. this inspired um, him. No, were... but, like, they literally just, like, oh, he f- falls off the ship? Yeah, no, he drowns. 
the visuals oh, for the ship on the ocean and the storm, for some reason, also reminded me of a stage play I saw uh, on like a school excursion when I was yeah, like twelve. It was really, it's weird. got that sort of effect. Anyway, so the crew were like, "You're mm. on this ship. You're just complaining all the time. We're we're gonna put you to work." So you get a montage of him doing various mm. things. One of these things, for some reason, is pulling a nail out of the mast. Yep. Which immediately falls over. <laughs> yes, because of course that's how it would work. He uh, he also licks the deck. He does clean, which he's like, mmm, kind of tastes like marzipan. What a what a joke! What a joke! The the sailors are talking about. Oh, we've we're now in good old Skull Bucket or whatever it's called. Hell's Bucket. That's right. Hell's Bucket, and it, I'm getting some bad mojo from that's the air. Right, that's right. Bad mojo. So they decide to put Nathaniel mm. on a floating mm-hmm. plank, uh, tied to the back of the ship. Yeah, this is one of his chores that they come up with. Uh, where they just chuck him on the raft and they're like, all right, you're doing the raft watch. Yeah. This lasts about a week. Uh, yeah, I think they say he was on there for nine days. Yes. <laughs> and then you get a montage of, of him just going slowly, slowly crazy. Just going nuts. Now, there is this one scene that confused me so much uh-huh. where I guess it's a floating muffin with a face. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> This flying cupcake comes out of nowhere yeah, and spits tobacco on him. Yeah, it's super weird. My it's main just... note for this was, this looks like Sharkboy and Lava Girl all of a sudden. Yeah, It, it reminded really me of the weird. scene from that. This is like where all the CGI effects went into. Cause it was this not is the like... $10 million scene. Because it was not like a really bad CGI muffin. Mm. It was actually quite reasonable. But it's so random. He's drinking seawater at this point, so I yeah. you would expect him. But it's this giant, creepy-looking muffin just spits tobacco on him. Yeah. Gross. And it is at this point that he falls in the water and is saved by a shark man. Yes. A very key character in this. Yes. I uh, put Merman saves him mm-hmm. at this point, and he's rescued... By this sharky figure who gives him a friendly wave as he dives off. He gets back on the ship and is like, Hey, is there a shark man floating around? And the crew reveal that there is a shark man known as Kochki. Yes. And uh, he is the offspring of a male viking and a shark. Yes. (laughs) There's like a lot of weird things like this in the movie. But it's like, why is this here? Mm. What is this movie doing? Were Vikings around? Because it's a bit of a timeless setting. You're not yeah, sure when it's... this film is set. It is at this point that we are introduced to the uh, female lead called Trina. They find a woman in the ocean, specifically Nathaniel. Yeah, he finds her. He throws a net over her. He lifts her up. First of all, it, like, we've been... It's kind of established that he's not used to this sort of work, yet he can just lift someone out of the oh, ocean. Oh, yeah, no, there's another point in this film where I have that thought. I didn't think of it here, which is a good point, but I had it later. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, we're introduced to Trina. He immediately, you know, falls was, in love with yeah, her. Yeah, he's like, oh, my God, it is destined for us to be together. And she's like, I d- no, mm. go so away. So her deal, the reason why she was out in the open is because she is trying to set the I... world record for swimming around the world. 
I don't know her character. Her character is so weird and yeah. just like sort of mashed until this film. I remember at one point she's like, I can't step foot on anything solid. That's a part of the rules for swimming around the world. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense if she's doing the road work on she can't go on the... That's like just part of the rules she lists off, but like... Why is why is swimming around the world a thing? Mm. Why is this in this movie? Anyway, what is this? so she's she's in like a very modern swimsuit as yeah, well. Yeah, that it's is very true. Weird. Anyway, she joins the crew. They continue on the way towards Hawaii. We get a scene where they're all uh, dancing because yes. there's a piano on the ship now. Apparently, oh yeah. This is a point I was like, you gotta write this down. Because cause they just go to a scene where they're all dancing, having fun, and one of them's just playing a piano. Mm. So there's a piano on this fishing ship. There's also a coffee machine. There is a coffee machine. Which, what is the timeline of this movie where they have won a coffee machine? It's not like a fancy one, but like... What? I don't know. There's also another another scene immediately after this that really confused me where the shark man senses that they're making fun of Nathaniel and starts to attack oh, the boat. Yeah. So what they do is they get a dummy and throw it in the ocean and the shark man goes to save that. And then you, you, like that's yeah, his character I, gone for the whole film, I think. I think the yeah, yeah, no. I it was very weird because I thought maybe this would be like a like a plot point. Mm. Uh because Apparently, Sharky really just likes him. Just l- likes Nathaniel for no reason whatsoever. No. Um, and so they don't... He doesn't like it when they pick on him. <laughs> but they throw this dummy away. Now, here's what I thought was going to happen. This is like the 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 gun on the mantelpiece the yeah, sort of yeah. thing that they do with this movie, which is never addressed ever again. No. But, like, they throw out this dummy and... He's like, oh no, they threw out Nathaniel, so he goes after it. I thought that maybe he would then be pissed with them for throwing out a dummy mm. and come back and like attack them properly because he was pissed. Okay, but they, they, they did don't do that. They don't do that. They did. They, they don't touch on it again. They're just like, oh, it worked. Uh, we then get the one good joke in the movie mm. where one of the crew members is like, stop being so friendly towards me. And he's like, but why must we hide our emotions? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of laughed. Yeah, no, that was actually really funny because it's like, he's being so friendly. He's like, oh man, well done. You did it. You just, you got rid of the shark. Congratulations. And he's like, stop being so friendly to me. And he's like, what well, is with your masculinity <laughs> that must... Sh- that we must shadow our emotions. And it was, like, such a left field. <laughs> and he had such a different voice for it. It was really funny, actually. It was funny. They uh, they pass through a very freezing part of the ocean. There's lots of icebergs. Yeah, suddenly ice- it's Arctic. Yeah, the icebergs come alive and attack the boat. This is the scene where they have the, like... The last scene of the the front lady, the lady on mm. the bow, the carved lady, who's just they do a classic like little freezing thing where she seems to be cold. That's it. They don't touch yeah, on her again. No. They destroy the ice monster by spraying it with coffee. Yes, because they have this modern coffee dispensing machine on here, so they just spray it with coffee, which mm-hmm. melts it, and then it explodes. Yeah, into ice cubes. Anyway, they uh, they find an island. They go onto the island. Yeah, and look, there are many points in this movie where I thought there is no way this would be made today. There's a lot uh-huh. of jokes that are just not very funny or okay. 
Yeah. Uh, but this is where the film starts to get a bit weird. Yes, yeah, so they got to go on this island because they got to repair the boat from the damages of the storm and whatever. Uh, to get rid of uh, Nathaniel, they're like, ah, yes, I see you're trying to win over the favours of the female lead. Mm. How about you go talk to the lady in the cave? She'll clean your pipes. <laughs> they use this... A lot. They have, like, the rule of threes on the clean your pipes joke. Because at the very start, when they get on this fishing boat, they make a clean your pipes joke. Mm. This is when they make it, and they make it again later on. Yeah, so originally I was like, oh, he's going there to get a love potion or something like that. No, 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 no. no. So this is where I'm like, this is not a kid's film at all. (laughs) Because... He climbs this mountain. He climbs a full-on mountain. Yes. This is the point where I'm like, yeah, they kind of forgot about the point where he's supposed to be a wuss. And, like, physical exercise was not his thing. Mm. He just climbs the mountain. He enters the mountain. He enters this cave. This cave. And the best (laughs) song starts playing. It's It's like like this soft, jazzy R&B. And the only lyrics are, oh, yeah. (laughs) As they enter this, like, 80s uh, hip room or whatever with these fancy stuff. There's a blue lady sitting down. She's got six arms. I like the effect for the six arms. They're pretty good. That that was actually really good. I wrote down six arms. Then they specify later that she had eight. But she only had six arms. She only had six arms. Unless you count the legs. Yes. (laughs) It was really weird. Um, so she I gives... was like, he's going there to get a love potion, but no, yep. they, uh, they sleep together. <laughs> Thankfully it fades to black and yes. he appears outside of the mountain <laughs> in a, in a proud, majestic fashion with lights behind him. He's with like, a very deep voice as well. Yes, His voice is completely changed. My pipes have been cleaned. <laughs> anyway, so he goes and he stalks out <laughs> Trina. What At this point, I'm done. I'm done. So his whole thing now is he is a man. And he's, he's a got, man. He's got a deep voice. He's slightly less idiotic. She's uh, like, sure. The film has this weird undercurrent of misogyny that I'm. I'm not. I was very uncomfortable whenever it happened. <laughs> like whenever the female lead is just all like, "Oh, I love you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh. Anyway, anyway, and um, then they bang. I want, I guess so. And yeah. then I want to point out that 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 immediately after that <laughs> scene, he just acts the same as he yes. did before. Anyway, uh, then we are introduced to, I guess, the main antagonist, which is the husband of the blue lady. He's a giant yeah. office worker. <laughs> yes. So this is a weird character that they introduce near the end of the film. It's just like he he works at a, his own store. On yeah. this island. On this island. Uh, that's like a hardware store. Yep. Uh, and he he's trying to start a business. He is. But it's not going too well. No. He only sold, like, one thing to a leprechaun or <laughs> something. Fine. There was a line that's in there about said. a leprechaun. Uh, anyway, he finds out, because uh, Nathaniel left his satchel with his mm-hmm. name tag in it. Yes. His, his yes. photo ID. Yes. And he's like... Oh, so you, you, you're chidding on me. I'm going to go yep. and kill this guy. So he yep. does. He it's walks around. I don't mind the effect of him being a giant. Yeah, it kind of works. Actually, like, I was impressed by that. It seemed pretty impressive. It's pretty he good. very convincingly a giant. So he finds the boat 
uh, and goes to attack it. Nathaniel yep. is like, oh, there's a giant person going towards the boat that's already left. I guess they've left without me. Uh, let's go save them from the yep. giant. And um, so you get a scene. It's a bit of a parody yep. on the usual scene of someone escaping the island on the back of a dolphin. Yes. So now we we would all imagine like the the Jack Sparrow. You know, he's 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 riding on a turtle out of there, or or they've got on the back of a dolphin. No, mm. instead he's on top of the lead female because yep. <laughs> she's a swimmer. So she's swimming out while he's standing on her back. That's right. Which is, yeah, mm. I guess it's funny if you're yes. ten. So he 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 gets to the giant, he unbuckles the belt and chokes the giant. Oh, but yes, with the help of the shark man. Shark, shark man comes in, so the giant gets hold of Nathan, everything looks dire, and then Sharky comes in and he battles the giant, mm. and together they kill this poor office-working giant. They just... Yep. Choke him to death with his own belt and just murder him. So and the, the film is like, dead. "Yay, you killed the giant!" And I was like, um, "Well, now, that's a thing." Yeah, they just kill a poor giant. Yeah, no, I like he's clearly out. in the wrong. Yeah, for no. killing this giant. I mean, to be fair, the giant was going to kill them, which is a no-no, Mister Giant. Yeah, like no killing, but it was also... self-defense. But like, geez, all right, anyway. poor, poor giant. Anyway, uh, we then get. Another fantastic line, uh, uh-huh. when Nathaniel is thanking the shark man, yep. he says... Oh, yeah. He says, you're half shark and you're half man. But you're all gentlemen. That's right. What a line. <laughs> what a line. And that's the last we see of our hero, That's the last Sharky. we see of him. The whole crew are like, you killed the giant. Thank you so much. The crew likes him now. Yes. He's got the girl, I guess. They go to Hawaii. They have some drinks. They yep. say their goodbyes. Uh, and he goes off to see his, his dad. Yeah, he's like, well, I finally returned dad. His dad's like, wow, you smell awful. That's right. Now, the dad was played by his real-life father as well. Oh, really? Wow. So that's Fun nice. fact. And then he's like, you know what? I'm done with this fancy life. And he throws his wig away, and he joins with his girl, and they... He jumps on her back and they swim back to the ship. Yeah, and they live happily ever after. after. And that's the movie. And that's the movie. So, Sandro, what what did you think about um, the whole thing? Look, it is a film. Yeah. It is a film that we saw. Uh, I, I, I know. I know. I was there. It's, I guess it makes sense that this is the first film we review. It kind of makes yeah. sense that this is the first film It sums up about everything I was hoping about nineteen ninety four. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, none of the cast members were bad. Yeah, no. Honestly, I think it's just the script. The script wasn't very good. Yeah, no. I feel particularly bad for the female lead. I do because her script was just awful. At the start, it was pretty good because she was like this. Hey, you've stopped me from getting my swimming record. Oh, I hate you. Yeah. Then she just turns on a dime and becomes this like. Oh yay! You're just mine now. Yeah. Yay! It's 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 very weird. Um, the main lead, as we said, played by Chris Elliott. He's pretty good. He's been in like a ton of things. Yeah. He was in Groundhog Day. He was a recurring Honestly, character on like How I Met Your Mother. I, so, <laughs> I I was I kind of liked it all really. Like Nathaniel is obviously like tw- like thirty ish <laughs> yep. almost. But he's pretending to be a kid, and this is sort of a joke. 
Yeah. Like that he's pretending to be young and 20. This is why everybody at the start looks like they're in their 30s, mm. but they're in school uniforms mm. and stuff. I know that there were quite a few movies like this back then, back in the 90s. I mean, we still get them today, yeah. so, you know. It, it was funny, and I quite all liked all the sailors. I was like, these are some great choices. Yeah, they had some weird accents, but I loved all of I them. I love the gangster guy. Yeah, that With one that guy, the accent, big so good. gangster dude is... Who tried to beat up the the snow giant with a bat? That's right. It's it's really That's right. Weird. So now we have um we have to decide whether or not it's an oldie or a goodie. Yes. Now, do you want to go first, or shall I tell you my vote and the reasons why? I have a why? feeling I know where yes, you're going to go with this. I, know. I just want to say it's an oldie. We can forget about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I guess it's kind of so weird that you have to watch it to believe yeah, that it I exists. It's one of those sort of films. That's but, true. Like, don't watch it. <laughs> and if you have already watched it, to have listened to this podcast, I'm so sorry. Yeah, this is why we did this one first, so you didn't have to. Um. Anyway, what wow. did you think of it? What would you? I am it? gonna vote for it to be a goodie. Really? Yes, what? I am. I am, and solely because I just sort of enjoyed the film, and I was expecting it to be a lot worse. And honestly, I thought some of the jokes were funny, I thought it was good, there was a lot of stuff. Like, this is the low side of the goodie, though. Mm. This is like the, if I was going to give it, like, the half-score system, I would give it the the oldie but a goodie, rather than the goodie but an oldie sort of thing, you okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would definitely say it's... It's got a lot of It's jokes. a flat out oldie for me, but I'm glad <laughs> you had fun with it. I'm glad I, I, that you found I the enjoyed movie. the film and I I sat through it and I feel like I didn't waste my time. I don't think I'd watch it again. No. Honestly. There's a lot of films I would watch again. Not that one. I'm I'm done with it. Mm. But I had a solid giggle. All so right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it that little little goodie and move on with my life. <laughs> Um, if you've seen it, definitely let us know what you thought of it. I'd be interested, yeah. like, if I'd you're on my side or if you're on Zach's side. Let's yeah, see what happens. Look, I'm not going to blame you if you're on Sandra's side. It isn't the best film ever, but it's more than I hoped for, mm. which is why I'm going to give it the little goodie. Um, Just to start us out. You can else? you can get in touch with us. We're both on Instagram. Mm. I post semi-regularly. You will start posting semi-regularly. So. Sandra will force me to post <laughs> semi-regularly. It's so, a guarantee. Um, I guess message us there. Let us know what you think. We're on Facebook as well. Oldie but a goodie mm. on Facebook. Um, I don't know what the URL is at the moment, but it'll be in the description we'll for the out. episode. Uh, next week, we've got a film that apparently is not bad. Oh, really? Apparently it's not bad. Okay. It's uh, it's certified fresh-ish on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's that's pretty good. It's a Disney film. Oh, Disney it? film. A Disney Whoa. film. Okay, like second episode. We're going Disney film. We're going yes. Disney for the second one. It's about a dog and <gasps> it's in the snow. It's called okay. Iron Will. Oh, Iron Will. What? Oh, that sounds interesting. So that's what we're doing next week. Um, so yeah, if if people want to go and watch the film beforehand, that's a, that's probably a good mm, idea. You can if you want to. Um, until then, though, thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> I hope you find more oldies and goodies in the future films. You will we'll work on a better yeah, ending. We, we need a catchphrase. We need to work on an ending catchphrase. <laughs>
Send uh, us in your ending catchphrases. That's right. If you enjoyed the show, please share it around. If you think one mm. of your friends will like it, uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to embarking on this journey through 1994 together. Woohoo! An entire year of watching these movies. Oh, boy. There's I... some good stuff coming up. I mean, The Lion King, so I'm excited yeah. for that. <gasps> the Lion King. The Lion King. Oh, that's right. So join us next week for Iron Will. Until then... Ta-ta! <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.